0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Ironman. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for sportingnews.com. Come to the site. Check out all the good stuff we have there. My seven-round mock draft, the big board of top 100 players. We're going to have all kinds of content leading into the NFL draft, and that's what we're doing here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. We'll continue here. We start our look at our wide receiver prospects, the best on the board for the 2021 class. We broke down for you uh, Jamar Chase of LCU, Devonta Smith, and Jan Waddle of Alabama. Now it's time to get to the rest of the wide receivers. We'll kind of do it blitz format. So we'll uh, talk about uh, 17 guys more in depth, and uh, we'll get to 22 guys overall that I have there that you can look at here. So, yeah, so we'll start at uh, the rest of the first-rounders and uh, get into some guys that are fourth-round values as well here that we can look at that... You have to pay attention to all wide receivers. If they land in a good spot, favorable offense, where they're decent in the pecking order, they're going to have a chance to produce in terms of a fantasy football production that we like. So we'll analyze that here for you, uh, starting with Kadarius Tony of Florida, and uh, get all the way through our uh, 22 on the board, which would be Amir Smith-Marset of Iowa. So a lot of good stuff there to break down. For you, I do have to remind you that uh, this episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, let us uh, look here at uh, Kadarius Tony He's the next guy of the board. I have him in the 20s, so around 25, 26. I do have the Bears jumping on him there at number 20 overall. And what you get, Kadarius Tony. A little bit overshadowed by Kyle Pitts there at Florida, but a key receiver, big target, 5'11", 190. He's got uh, very good uh, receiving skills for the slot. Also has some field stretchy ability. And also you can get him in the middle of the field and make some plays. So a bit of Jarvis Landry in him is, there, is that reliable receiver all over the field, but also has some big play burst when needed here. The Bears are debating whether to keep Anthony Miller. They're pretty much sold on they're not... Thrilled about Anthony Miller, their offense. They like what Darnell Looney can bring with his speed. They like Allen Robinson being that solid, fide number one, but he's on the franchise tag here. So Kadarius Toney, uh, getting him in the mix for Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton likes to throw to the slot. That's been his uh, guy for a long time. If you go back to his days in Cincinnati, he helped uh, Tyler Boyd kind of emerge there. So, again, Andy Dalton working in the middle of the field. Bears want to become more dynamic in the passing game. They might have to settle for a bridge quarterback situation, not get what they want. But Tony, just a special guy that you can look at uh, with many attributes for the slot. And the slot is becoming critical to these teams. It's not good enough to have two good receivers. You need three, especially with the deployment of so much 11 personnel and spreading the field. This era of pass-happy NFL. Now, the next receiver I have... That's the last first-rounder, by the way. Tony going after Chase, Smith, and Waddle. The next guy I look at is uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. And I want to get Joe Burrow a familiar target here. And this is a guy that he can look at. 6'3", 200 here. Had a big season. Uh, No more Justin Jefferson. No more Jamar Chase. I know the quarterback situation in transition without Joe Burrow. But Marshall still got it done. Field-stretching ability. Nice size. Remember, they had uh, T. Higgins, who has nice size and uh, can go up and get the ball. He had a nice rookie season. You have uh, Boyd, speaking of Boyd, in the slot here. So, yeah, you need a guy to stretch the field, make some big plays, take advantage of hopefully better pass protection. Right now we have them taking Penay Sewell, the Bengals there, at uh, their pick at number five overall. So Terrace Marshall would be a good fit. Again, that's what you're going to get. A big guy on the outside you can put out there, make some big plays, has uh, some mismatch ability there. And uh, looking forward to see where he can land. A little bit straight, vertical with his routes. I think he can get a little bit more polished there to be more than a complimentary number two stretch of the field. But still a lot of upside here for Terrace Marshall Jr. The next guy we'll look at, different style of receiver, not nearly the same size, is Rondell Moore of Purdue. 5'9", 180. This guy, we saw him take over a game against Ohio State. Led to a big upset there early. He splashed on the scene there. He's a guy you'd get in space, gadget player, get him out in the f- open field, uh, just get him the ball in his hands, and he'll make some big plays happen. He's going to get upfield, turn it quick. He's not for everyone. He's not a traditional receiver. He's kind of a Percy Harvin type, where you have to have a little bit of a hybrid situation with him to use him uh, to his fullest capacity. But more still hard to break out for fantasy football. These guys are a little bit tougher there. we tony is going to be the third receiver on a team so you got to temper temporary expectations there marshall same thing third receiver here uh ronda moore i don't think he'll be necessarily third or fourth receiver but a guy that they get on the field in special packages to make big plays as he evolves to be a more regular slot receiver time so yeah you have to temper your expectations with these picks outside of the top three here in fantasy football it all depends on landing spot and you and you have to see if a team can support three receivers in the mix. I am right now Ronda over to Denver. It's a little bit unusual spot. They have KJ Hamler there. They drafted a similar player, but Hamler hasn't really shown much here. Deshaun Hamilton also in the slot. So I also have void with Tim Patrick. So you might have uh, Cordell and Sutton, Jerry Judy in the middle field. I'm not sure Hamler is that consistent slot guy they want. You have a new uh, GM there, George Patton, but. Again, more, more of a gadget player where I think Tony and Marshall might be more regulars there in three receiver sets, one playing in the slot and one on the outside. The next guy I have on the list is Rashad Bateman. I like Rashad Bateman quite a bit from Minnesota. 6'2", 210, has some field stretching ability, but he's really um, he, he's more of a possession type, goes up and gets the ball, can score some touchdowns, and that certainly has some appeal. I have him right now go to the Chiefs, and that is a pretty decent landing spot because they need that third option here. They I know they brought back Demarcus Robinson, they're expecting more from Michael Hardman, but you get Rashad Bateman in there, he's going to complement uh, what Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey do pretty well. So chance to score some touchdowns there. He's polished, can play right away. So you know the TDs could be a factor, maybe five or six TDs there with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And you think uh, that could put him in the wide receiver three conversation there. So, landing spot's pretty important here. Bateman, again, I like Bateman really ahead of Moore. Overall. I think Moore's just so dynamic. Bateman is more of that regular receiver that we're going to put in an offense. So, I could easily see him again. Because we look at it, I mean, they don't really uh, consistently operate with Hill on the outside. So, Hill's going to be in the inside. You have Hartman there. I don't think they're thrilled about Robinson or Brian Pringle. So you had Rashad Bateman in there. They need that uh, guy that can uh, use his body, positioning, route, running to get open a little bit more. They missed that third receiver there against the Buccaneers. And finally, the last receiver will break down here. And uh, I love this pick more and more. Elijah Moore from Ole Miss, 5'9", 184. A little bit of Rondell Moore in him, but I think he's a little bit more steady as a slot receiver. You can also get a little bit vertical there. And again, maybe not as sudden, but uh, he... Has to work the slot. And a perfect team for him right now, as the breaking news happened, this was after I filed my seven-round mock draft that you can see up at Sporting News, is the New England Patriots. Julian Edelman uh, was released, but then he announced his retirement. So they're moving on from Julian Edelman. They need a slot option. Elijah Moore can do a little bit of everything. and can light up outside in certain sets when needed for the Patriots to be versatile there. So that would be a great pickup here. Elijah Moore, wide receiver, old Miss. So... Like uh, these uh, values here that are after the uh, big three in the top of the first round. These guys uh, sprinkle in from the late first round into the early, mid, second round with these picks. All right, so there we have a look at uh, five more prospects. Uh, I'll take a look at four more in depth in our next segment. And then do a little bit of blitz with the other guys I like here in the 2021 NFL draft. We're rooting for everyone. We're not rooting against anyone... We want as many assets to be as productive as possible, replace some of the guys that are underwhelming so far in fantasy football there that we've seen on existing teams as veterans. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in traditional chain storefront. do door often pointless for seemingly intimidating questioning, and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to at home and in your pocket. At Rocko.com you'll find a catalog that's unique and markedly easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and, most important, the prices that you prefer. And Rocko.com has everything for you just a click away from engine control modules and brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic driver, or you're a daily driver, get everything you need and if you easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at Rocco.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? If you want to save right now on auto parts, go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on there, how did you hear about us? box so know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. That's rockauto.com. We'll be right back to look at uh, a target for the Green Bay Packers there that can uh, really improve their passing game as we break down the wide receivers in the 2021 NFL Draft. All right, so we talked about five more receivers on top of our big three, Chase, Smith, and Waddle. We still have plenty more to talk about here on the show. I do have to remind you, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's look at our next guy. It is uh, Tylen Wallace. Uh, so we went to Elijah... Moore was our last receiver we broke down. Tyler Wallace went to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has a pretty good uh, track record with recent receivers in the NFL, varying degrees. Wallace is the guy that you want next to Devontae Adams. He's that technician that Aaron Rodgers can trust to get open, runs routes very well, and he can make a few big plays. And we know that we saw Marquez valdez scandling and uh, Al Lazard and some of these other receivers flash some plays opposite Devonta Adams they want a little bit more consistency and Wallace could step in and be the number two at some point again he's a flyer if you like him going to Green Bay there that's a very good situation where again they need to clean up that number two receiver space quite a bit I know they have Robert Tunyon their tight end who could also steal some targets and touchdowns Adams and Tunyon pretty much dominated in the touchdown category but again there's room for a third receiver to emerge there and Tylen Wallace would not be a bad pick for them in it in general Wallace is a little bit like Rashad Bateman, a little bit smaller. I think a little bit more explosive than Bateman and maybe not as uh, valuable in the red zone. So again, a guy that we're just going to pay attention to watch, I don't see any uh, immediate value for him. And really, when we talk about these guys, these are more wait-and-see approach, sleeper types. Amari Rodgers, interesting, I also gave him to the Bears, but more as a replacement there to uh, Cordell Patterson. So you had... One receiver, uh, Kadarius Toney, going there to replace Anthony Miller. Essentially, Rodgers gives you that little bit of depth here. They don't really have much more. Riley Ridley would be their next receiver. So Rodgers can give you a little bit of juice there. Gadget player, maybe a cut into the work of Terry Cohen if he goes to the Bears. But again, that's what he is. He's a return man, a big play guy, uh, played with Trevor Lawrence, Guy you get in open field, quite a few of those guys in this draft. and uh, We mentioned two of them earlier, in Rondell Moore and Elijah Moore. Well, you can file Mari Rogers in that same category as unique, diverse weapon that you can get on the field and not uh, pigeonholed in any traditional receiving type situation. All right, the next guy we'll break down for you is Dwayne Eskridge. Here, he uh, had a pretty good career at uh, Western Michigan. Five nine one eighty nine. Again. So that size, that uh, screams out for the slot, tough, strong. I had him go to the Philadelphia Eagles, and that would certainly be interesting. I know they brought back Greg Ward, who primarily played in the slot here last season for Jalen Hurts, but they're overhauling the receiving core. Jalen Rieger returns first-rounder number one, probably on the outside, but they said goodbye to Alshon Jeffrey, Marquise Goodwin. So they're changing up uh, their receiving core quite a bit here. Not sure that they're buying to J.J. Ortega Whiteside or John Hightower too much. So Eskridge could have a big opportunity to see a lot of work here should he get in there and play with uh, Jalen Hurts. But again, similar styled receiver, it's all about getting to the right situation. And Eskridge uh, certainly has value, a lot of slot value uh, for these guys. Now... The next guy is very in- intriguing. I think he's also a big play waiting to happen, and all about the landing spot again for him. Chateria is 2-2 at well. Wide receiver from Louisville. Uh, 5'9", 165. For very small, but he's just a speed burner. I mean, he is maybe faster and quicker than uh, most of uh, the guys I talked about before, maybe with the exception of Rondell Moore. Get him on the field. I think he can dominate the slot. I think he's a little bit underrated there i think he can also play outside in search situa- situations with his vertical deep threat ability so again speed guys big play guys that's kind of the standard of this uh, 2020 and draft class of wide receivers i think you see uh tutu atwell uh louisville kind of fits in that mold so a lot of those type of guys so it's all really about if your team and an offense looking for the guy that fits what you need at that given time and again This draft seems to be full of different slot options here. Even if you go early in the draft, I mean, Chase and uh, Smith and Waddle can also work the slot if needed. So, 11 personnel stretching the field. It's all about, is that third receiver involved quite a bit in their passing game? Does that passing game have high volume? And again, if they do and the tight end is not used as much, they have a chance for some fantasy football success here uh, sooner rather than later. So... Some exciting guys to talk about there. Still have uh, several more to talk about. Uh, five primary guys left in my big board of top 100. Then look at uh, another uh, five guys that I have going in uh, the fourth round. So we'll break that down for you in our final segment. But I do have to remind you that bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. Football is over. But NBA, MLB, and the AHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline is covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website to use your mobile device sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you need to do is enter the promo code LOCKEDON, and get locked on will get you 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to close the show, looking at the rest of the wide receivers uh, of note here in my rankings for the twenty twenty one NFL draft. All right, let's uh, continue to the close the show here. Uh, we have another slot guy to talk about, and then we'll get into some bigger targets there to break down. We're talking draft here, and we're going to be talking draft all the way through here on the Locked On Network. Uh, April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Luckanfor, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Lockdown and Odyssey, the new Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A U D A C Y. All right, we're up to our next pick here that I'm looking at and I really like Daz Newsome too I mean I'm a guy that I'm rooting for all these guys to be successful again it's better for all of us if we have more players making plays and another Jarvis Landry type here Daz Newsome 5'11", 190 has some big playability as well so I just like some of the guys before a little bit better I think Daz could be a little bit more consistent but I have not go to the Detroit Lions here remember the Lions uh I had them uh, go for uh, Devonte Smith early. They lost Kenny Galladay to the Giants. Marvin Jones Jr. to the Jaguars. And Danny Amendola didn't bring back in the slot. So we've had Golden Tate, Danny Amendola. They've been a key feature here for Matthew Stafford. Now Stafford's moved on. You have Cooper Cup having a big target role there. for Stafford now, he was a big target for Jared Goff. So the slot is pretty important here to see if there's some production. So there's opportunity in Detroit. We talked about it. There's not much there. Philadelphia, Detroit. There's chances to really stand out as a receiver and have an impact with production enough to get our attention in fantasy football. So Daz Newsom, I'm uh, in the top 100 in my rankings. I like him uh, going to the Lions, but again, we're going to watch the slot receivers all about can they be a very busy target on their teams to uh, return the value we're looking for. Now, the next player I have, this is a big outside guy. Seth Williams, So more like uh, what we talked about in uh, Rashad Bateman. There a little bit of Tylon Wallace, Seth Williams uh, of Auburn, six two two twenty four. Look at him as a good fit for the Saints. They lost Emmanuel Sanders here. Traquan Smith just has not really done much there. They've given him plenty of opportunities. They also have uh, had some other receiver like uh, Marquez Calloway. That could uh, emerge here, but I like Seth Williams putting me on the outside. It's time to upgrade a little bit uh, opposite Michael Thomas. Now use a younger guy. They already have Adam Troutman as they turn the page at tight end from Jared Cook. So they move on from Sanders. Seth Williams, big possession, tough guy, can uh, catch passes, and we'll watch the touchdowns. That can have big value quickly as a rookie. We've seen uh, young receivers like that, like Williams, rack up the touchdowns and have good fantasy value that way. So. Williams has an opportunity, especially if he can get there in that new offense with either Taysom Hill or James Winston playing off Michael Thomas. We'll see, but again potential there, so you have to bounce out the slot receiver potential volume between bigger receiver a potential touchdown usage and work on the outside. Next guy I have listed is Tim Murray and Terry, a wide receiver from Florida State. A little bit of a Terrace Marshall here. Has some uh, big playability, so I see a him going on the outside, making the plays again. More of a flashy guy that you're going to stash, maybe, but I'm not looking at. I think I'm basically cutting off at Daz Newsome in terms of guys that I'm interested in drafting or really putting close watch on here early in the season. So Terry's more of a flyer. Where does he land? We'll see. I like him as a fit for the 49ers. They lost Kendrick Bourne. They could use that big field stretcher to complement what uh, kind of what George Kittle does short to intermediate routes from tight end. Brandon's you can uh, Debo Samuel, very similar type receivers. Uh, tough, quick, in the middle of the field, make things happen at the catch. They need some guy to stretch the field here for uh, presumably their new quarterback, not Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe Mac Jones. Get that extra element here in the offense. And uh, Tamori and Terry of Florida State would certainly fit that bill. The next guy I have is Sage Surratt, another big receiver, 6'3, 215. I like him in a Rams uniform. I know they have Van Jefferson, but they lost uh, Josh Reynolds last year. They lost Brian Cooks. They need that third receiver. And again, rebooting a quarterback with Matthew Stafford. You have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Jefferson does have promise to emerge there as the big third receiver, especially with Reynolds gone and uh, Gerald Everett gone at tight end. But Sage Chirot could be very appealing to a lot of those teams. Physical receiver can make some big plays, go inside, outside. So Sage Chirot, we'll see if he ends up in a good situation out of uh, Wake Forest, but yeah, I like this player a lot, and uh, right now my fit is the LA Rams. Next guy I have is Marlon Williams from Central Florida. He's a physical receiver, can be a big slot if needed, so this is an intriguing player because he's a bigger receiver, but maybe he has more inside juice, so I look at the Jaguars right now. They figure to move on with the DJ Chark on the outside, Marvin Jones, the newcomer, being on the other outside, LaVisca Chanel playing the slot, but maybe a second guy that you can look at here. But again, uh, versatile player, can get on the field in different ways here for a team. Marlon Williams, that's a wide receiver from UCF. Now let's uh, run down some of the other guys that we have our eye on here. Diami Brown. Another option from North Carolina, other than Daz Newsom. He's more the speedy, straight-up guy. They can make some big plays. I feel like he could fit the Raiders pretty well. They lost uh, Nelson Aguilar in free agency. They still have Henry Ruggs and his ability, and Brian Edwards, but they could look at Diami as a replacement for what Aguilar potentially gave them last year. You look at uh, Nico Collins. They can do a little bit of everything for... The Michigan Wolverines, I like him as a fit for the Vikings, maybe developing as a third receiver behind Adam Thielen and uh, Justin Jefferson, the stud from last year. Anthony Schwartz, I have going to the Browns. He's uh, a versatile receiver as well, can do a lot of things. He's a good sleeper here. Uh, again, the Browns on the higher end don't need a receiver with Odell Beckham Jr. still the mix, Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Rashad Higgins, but maybe a different type of player for depth and could emerge on their chart at some point in this season I also like Jalen Darden from North Texas he's a bit of a sleeper to me I think he could be a target for the Patriots and I, I'm surprised again the Patriots used that first rounder, in Nikhil Harry a few years ago I think Elijah Moore working the slot makes a lot of sense Demir Bird can make some big plays if they decide to keep him they have Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar but Jalen Darden looks like he has some upside the Patriots certainly could consider taking two wide receivers here so I like uh, Darden quite a bit here as a guy to watch so I just like a lot of values of wide receivers. Again, it's fitting when you think you can get a player at a certain round and what you can do to help them in your offense or what is the start established there. Then finally, Amir Smith-Marset. We said off the bat that he's our last receiver we're going to talk about. It. Again, this is not the be-all end-all of uh, all the receivers that uh, can make an impact in the draft. But Amir Smith-Marset of Iowa. I'm going to go to the Packers again. Similar to that Bears situation where they gave I gave them Tony and Rodgers. Have one guy there that uh, is going to be the receiver that you put on the outside more, uh, for the Packers case, that was uh, Tyler Wallace here. Smith-Marset, return game, get him involved. And we've seen the Packers before. Remember, there was a draft just a few years ago where they used draft picks on three guys, and uh, only one of them kind of worked out right now is Marquez Valdez-Scandling. But in that same draft, Aquiniamis-St. Brown was drafted, and they also went with... Jamon Moore of uh, Missouri. And Moore was long gone. You've had uh, not much health there for St. Brown. So, again, you have to sometimes take multiple chances on receivers to have something pan out, especially if that's a void. So, again, MVS did some good, some good things. Al Lazard did some good things. They have some other receivers, Malik Taylor and the like. But, again, the Packers uh, with Amir Smith-Marset would hurt. Again, a lot of a dynamic, interesting cogs that you can put in. It's all about the fit on the team and where – they can land in the pecking order to know where they can be in fantasy football. But, yeah, I, I think you're going to have to take a wait-and-see approach here. I do love that uh, you're going to have immediate starting appeal from the big three here of uh, Chase, Smith, and Waddle, And then after that, uh, I think it falls in line with those guys that I mentioned uh, in the first segment, uh, Tony Marshall uh, and the two mores, Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore. Could has some value. We'll see if Wallace ends up in a good spot as well with the – Rashad Bateman, everyone else, again, we want to see landing in a good spot. And in Detroit, Philadelphia are the best options for wide receivers because things are kind of wide open here in the way that they could develop here with new quarterback situations in 2021. Alright, there's a there you have it. There's a blitz look at all the top wide receiver prospects in this class here uh, for the upcoming draft, April 29th. Most of these guys will go on the next day or the following day, but a couple could see their name called on a night one, certainly of this draft. But yeah, certainly a lot of special receivers out there team needs some receiving help. There's so much out there that you can upgrade and not just once, but twice if needed uh, much like a Detroit or Philadelphia or some other teams there with the limited receiving cores going in to the 2021 20, season. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of locked on fantasy football. We will uh, continue our look at the top, prospects of note here at the offensive skill position. We'll turn our attention to running backs there to uh, close the week. There for you on a Friday so check it out. This has been Vinny Iyer again. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this look at wide receivers. Have a great day and see you tomorrow to close the week with running backs.